When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And hopefully this week BJ sounds a little bit better. He does on my end at least. We're still working out the kinks of with his mic problem, but it sounds yeah. better to me. So if he yeah, doesn't sound super I don't know good, what it is. Um, if it sucks, he's sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's uh, that's pretty much the motto for my life. If it yeah. sucks, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, nice little callback for last week. Um, so this week we're talking about the Nintendo Direct uh, quite a bit because we just had one, the Partner Showcase. Um, did we get any Dragon Quest news at the Nintendo Direct, BJ? Well, of course we did. That, I mean, that's what it was all about, right? We were really excited. They decided to go all in with Square Enix and the uh, upcoming Dragon Quest games. Said he's no lying. one ever. He's, he's, he's lying, yes. Yeah, yes, I'm lying. That... We got nothing, and it was really frustrating because I expected at least DQ3 when it's a partner showcase. Like, because they've shown us gameplay. Like, that's what I expected. I didn't expect 12, of course, but I expected, honestly, to see the DQ3 HD. Uh, I... And we did not get anything of the sort. Yeah, I I don't know. I had stopped really believing in it because about a week, <laughs> about a week or so ahead of time, there started being leaks about what was going to be shown because this one was right. a, it was a video, it was VOD, is video on demand instead of a live stream, which means that there's all these people who work at YouTube or wherever who get little sneak peeks and then leak things on their Twitter accounts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, so of course, so leak, it was quote, yeah, so it was. Like the going with the stuff that people that leakers air quotes were showing, a lot of it did prove to be true. Admittedly, it was like, um, it, I had kind of lost faith that anything Dragon Questy was going to be showing up because there just oh, seemed to be yeah. no indication of it. Um, so I wasn't like, I didn't really, I like, I wasn't expecting it at all by the time it actually got around to airing because then. Apparently got pushed back from the week before and stuff like that. Um, and then, oh man, because of the Xbox news on Thursday when it was allegedly originally planned, um, which makes sense, mm. I get it. But that also meant there was like a, almost a full week for people to just be like, "Hey, this is what's gonna be." But also, right. okay, here this is a this is gonna be a little rant early on. But I'm getting I'm so tired of like. Everybody has to post, they don't just post, post leaks. It's not just like, hey, uh, you know, remaster of Monster Hunter Stories is is going to be shown at the thing. Instead, it's right. just like some weird, like, enigmatic thing you have to solve. Like every, like, every video game leaker in this day and age is the Zodiac Killer, and they have to send you, like, a note for you to decipher, and it's like just, it's... It's getting like, out of here. I, I haven't been able to, I haven't seen stuff like this. Like, I've been actually pretty disconnected 
from Twitter and different uh, like uh, those communities online because a lot of them were getting pretty uh, toxic. And they were upsetting me because they were like the fanboy type, uh, like console wars. So I kind of distanced myself from a lot of the the areas like that. So like, what kind of puzzles are they trying to do like this, rather than just saying uh, what they are? You know, just little teases. Like they're like uh, like one of the big leakers was like, is Xbox a partner? Like hinting at you know that the X those Xbox previously Xbox exclusives were coming to Switch and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, I mean, really, it's just like no one can just come right out and say it. They have to, really, it's like they're the Zodiac Killer. It's like, it's like, yes, I killed those two kids in the woods. Is Xbox a partner? Maybe I'll blow up a school bus. <laughs> that's, I'm <laughs> like very that's... glad that it's not that drastic, though, because if we did see that, I would be worried that they were tying those two together. But, but yeah, yeah I mean, that's silly. Like, that's ridiculous. I, I I've seen like i've only like seen the uh like normal leaks in different communities like i really haven't experienced this part because i haven't been honestly paying attention but that's really frustrating that's terrible yeah or you know like uh, like the big pokemon leaker like he'll post like a uh, gen 5 pokemon and everybody's like oh gen 5 remakes are coming out gonna be announced on pokemon day um, oh yeah stuff like that where you, you can't just come right out and say it like it's very uncool you can't come right out and say it you have to like have weird like sigils and they have to print it in the newspaper or else you'll kill again <laughs> and, and i mean that's it's really it's really engagement like because they're, they're really trying to feed these stupid ass algorithms where everything has to be based on you you get you know, shadow banned and pushed down and people don't see your content unless they're interacting with it and people will see, oh, we're getting a remake of Monster Hunter Stories and it's like, cool. But uh, if you do the kind of ridiculous uh, levels of of uh, like puzzle solving and making people, I don't even want to say want to engage, but make them like really poke at it and like, get controversy stirred up almost it's that's how their stuff keeps getting seen and i despise this trend i despise how everything is going like this yeah i do too where it's not just like and i get it we're, we have big old man yelling at cloud energy this episode and i'm sorry but we do um, and i'm very sorry for that but yeah you can't just but say hey monster monster hunter stories 2 is coming you have to instead the tweet has to be like emojis of a dragon a book and the number one after it and then yeah. you know all the local california newspapers print it because they don't want you know you to blow up a school bus and i mean i don't want them to blow up a school bus so, I mean, <laughs> if that's one or the other i would take that over just a straight monster hunter stories uh announcement but yeah but yeah i mean it is it is ridiculous when with that stuff i have seen that i wasn't sure what you were talking about but yeah i have seen some of those never really tied it never really thought about it being like that's all you see these days like that's the kind of thing yeah. that I'll see people sharing because a lot of the ones I'm actually on Facebook more often than not these days uh, because of different groups. So I don't see a whole lot of that. I just see dumb uh, memes about things as opposed to actual conversation. Yeah, I trust you for my video game news. But anyway, um, so I I wasn't too, really expecting too much from the Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Um, so while we're on the subject of the Nintendo Direct, just uh, real quick, what was kind of your big what was your 
like biggest reveal? What's what are you most excited about that we got out of it? Probably the most excited was the uh, it's not Project Unicorn strategy. Oh my goodness, Unicorn Overlord was that the name of it? It is. Yes. That that that's the one I like. I hate the name of it, but it looked like a uh, kind of a, a different style, like an old school style uh, modernized of Fire Emblem. And I love me some Fire Emblem games. Yeah. And that's what it reminded me of. It looks pretty good. Um, just this this was the game, remember when it was first announced that I was sending you the images of like me and the people I work with and we're like in an 80s van and it has like the 80s unicorn overlo- overlords on it. Oh it my like God, band. yes. Yes. Yeah, so for, for anybody listening, um, I work with some really funny people and... When the game got announced, we were all joking about how it sounded like like a band from the 80s, you know, that would have like a fantasy spray paint van and all. And so one of the other editors that I work with, he like photoshopped an image of all of us inside the van, like as bandmates. And on the side of the van, it was like all spray painted, had like a unicorn and looked very 80s and was like, unicorn overlord. Um, it was it was great. Like, I, was, I do remember that now. It was really good, and I hate to. I hate that um, that only like six people got to see it because it was a masterpiece. <laughs> but it was that one was a masterpiece. Yeah, that one looked pretty good. Um, I'm actually excited for the Star Wars Battlefront remasters because, especially Battlefront One, I have very fond memories of playing for hours and hours on end on PS2. Um, I would have, and I like a lot of my like I love RPGs. Don't get me wrong, but but. I can I have very fond memories of uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater games like Underground and American Wasteland. Oh yeah. Um, but especially Underground because I didn't like the soundtrack for Underground as much as American Wasteland, where I would have the volume down on the TV playing Tony Hawk or Star Wars Battlefront, and I would just have mm-hmm. emo was big because it was the early two thousands, right? And I would just have like some emo album. Uh, like spinning on my boombox on top of the entertainment center in my room. So I'd be like playing Battlefront Man. and listening to like Deja Intendu by Brand New or like Taking Back Sunday or just something that was like from, I don't know, circa 2003, 2004. And so I'm kind of excited for Battlefront just because of the nostalgia of it. So I bought the original Battlefront uh, the day it came out. And I was so excited for this. And I have still in my uh, in my closet in my old office, I found all of the like pre-order like swag that you got with it. And it's like I have this old like promo poster uh, that came with it. I have the like EB bag. I think is the one. I still have it in the original like bag. Um, I think I bought it for PC originally, and I still have it somewhere around uh, on the CDs that no one has optical drives for anyway anymore. But yeah, I've got it. It came with a Scout Trooper uh, action figure. Uh, I've got it around. I can't remember if I opened it or not, but it was a really, really cool launch of the game. I didn't like the game very much, but uh, it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but I was apparently at the time just not feeling that game. I'm excited to try the remake, though, uh, to see because I really liked parts of Battlefront 1 and 2 uh, that they made, the, the EA remakes. And so I'm excited to play the original again uh, to actually play one that I know is high quality. Yeah. That I, is generally loved, and I'm hoping that it holds up. 
I I was also excited for Epic Mickey. Um, I yeah, I, I missed that one. Epic on the Wii. Mickey is great, and I've always wanted to play it. And I've always hated that I missed it when it was new. Um, it just came Dude, out. Dude, I wish I'd known I that. It. I have it, like for the Wii. It, I wish I'd known that. Like I've had it sitting here since it came out. Like it's really good. Yeah, I think I like think I my could've... kids would have fun with it too. So I want to grab that one for us all to play together because I think it could be a lot of fun. Yeah, that one was one of those Wii games that uh, I I don't know anybody who played it at the time. And I got it, Jennifer and I got it, I believe, as a Christmas gift for from uh, one of her friends, from her friend Patrick, and I think, if I'm remembering right. And it uh, we played it quite a bit. It was a lot of fun. It was beautiful at the time. I mean, now you look at Wii games and it's like, huh, well... But it's uh, it, it this remake looks really pretty and like I'm in a super like Disney cartoon mood uh, that I'm working on a couple of things. I've been watching some Ducktales. I've been playing Dragon Bane, so all of the characters in my party are Ducktales themed, and so I've been uh, playing like looking watching Mickey Mouse stuff and Steamboat <laughs> Willie since it went to the public domain. So seeing Epic Mickey come around. Uh, as a remake, just kind of hit that uh, zeitgeist for me that I'm right right in right now. So I'm I'm really excited for it to come out. And Jennifer played through whatever the new Disney Illusion Island was and had a great time with it. So this will be a really called, yeah. good kind of uh, kind of uh, follow up to it uh, to go through and kind of capture that again. Like it's it's super cool. I'm excited for it. It looks super cool at least. I remember when the trailer came out at first, because you see Mickey and you see all the shadow monsters and things like that. I thought it was a new Kingdom Hearts game when I first saw the trailer. I was like, oh, this is a new Kingdom Hearts. And then it led into like with the paintbrush and all this stuff. And I was like, that's weird. This is like, uh, again, this is old Austin from way back then. But like I was thinking, (laughs) oh, that's, that's weird. It looks like a kid's, it looks like Kingdom Hearts, but it's like a weird Wii kids game. And just kind of brushed it off, wasn't in the mood to play that kind of game at the time or whatever, so I never checked it out. And then in the year since, I'm like, this look, actually looks really fun and I'd like to try it. So I'm I'm excited for that one, but by far the one I'm most excited for is f- the new Fantasy Life game, uh, October 10th. Oh, yeah. It, I love Fantasy Life. It is my favorite game on the 3DS. And yes, I understand that Dragon Quest Seven and Dragon Quest Eight are on the 3DS, but Fantasy Life is still my favorite 3DS game. Like... I love Fantasy Life so, so much, and um, if you want to hear me rave about it, go check out Shameless Plug, JRPGs and Me, the other podcast I had, did a whole episode on it, and I'm proud to say that I've gotten, like, multiple people into this game, like Carrie, you know Carrie, um, who, like, uh, has nerded out with me about the new Fantasy Life game, too, um, because of recommending it to people, because it's just so good. I love level five games, and very, very hyped for the new Fantasy Life game to come out in October. And so that was exciting for me. Like, we already knew it was coming, but didn't have a date on it. So now that we have, like, a a date and it seems for real, um, I was kind of... I think I was keeping myself from getting my hopes up because it was level 5, and the last time level 5 did a real big announcement, it was like, Yo-Kai Watch 4 is getting localized. And then, like, six years happened, um, and no word since. And so whenever they announced, like, all these new games, like Fantasy Life and the new Professor Layton and, like, DECA Police, which looked really cool, um, I've kind of kept myself from getting my hopes up because I was like, okay, are they actually going to get made? And if they are, are they even actually going to come west? So getting to have that date. And I realize things could still happen. October's a long way away. 
but it seems real now. Now that it actually has a date on right. it, it seems it seems real. And so I'm very, very excited for New Fantasy Life. Um, that's going to be my... Like, I really hope that there's no Dragon Quest game that comes out this December like there has the last few years. Because <laughs> I, like, I, I have a feeling Fantasy Life is just going to be my, my life for the next few months once it's out. Um, assuming it I has the same amount of content. Assuming it has the same amount of content as the other one you were saying? Yeah, like like I and I assume it will, but it just looks so good. I want it. I want it now. And you can always go back and replay the 3DS one. I started the 3DS one and couldn't really get into it, but I don't I'm assuming that's on me because I've honestly never heard anyone say a bad thing about it. And so I think it was just on me and the kind of game I was expecting. and Well, not even the game I was expecting. The game I wanted to play at the time and what I was feeling. So I'm going to go back to it before this one comes out and kind of uh, give it another shot. I started with like the mage or the wizard or whatever it's called and uh, then went, uh, played a little while. But I was looking for more of uh, like traditional RPGs and strategy games when I when I actually sat down and played it and bounced off onto something else. But it's very uh, pretty on the 3DS, and I like it. And this game looked really cool. This looked almost like a remake to me, like just but but with modern enhancements, which I think is the best way to approach a sequel to Fantasy Life, given how. Uh, how popular it is and how, I guess, how beloved it is rather than how popular it is. I think that uh, this one, if they manage to capture it, can really, will really get a, uh, a good following from uh, people on the Switch from uh, who have really gotten into those cozy games that are so popular on Switch. I think this can fall in with uh, them a lot, with the Fay Farm, Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley group. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, I, the only reason I won't go back and completely replay the first one is because it's one of those games that like it doesn't take long to beat if you want to just play through the main story. But because of it being you know kind of like a life sim and having yep. all the different things you can do in it, um, job system and everything, there's so much you can do, and it's one of those games that I've sunk so many hours into. That like I don't want to start back with nothing. Kind of like for people who haven't played Fantasy Life, like you, kind of like, kind of like um, maybe like Skyrim. Like when Skyrim was new, you know, and you sank like so many hours into it, and you got your house, <laughs> yeah. and, and you got your spouse in there that you could use as just like a like a pack horse to unload your stuff. Yep. And you had like all these <laughs> things, and you had all these awards, and and you know you, you'd finish so many quest lines, and just it seems like really daunting just going back to the very beginning and starting at zero. And that's how right. that's how fantasy life is, where it's like I've did so much, I've done so much that it would just be hard to go back and completely replay it. I feel the same way about like Sword and Shield. Like I've sank so many mm. hours into Pokemon Sword and Shield and the DLC and just in post game and trading and just everything that it's just like going back and restarting those games at the very beginning is just kind of a hard pass at this point where it's like if i want to play those games i just go back to where i am currently in it and and mess around for an hour or two and have some fun which is something i absolutely cannot do with uh skyrim now 
I've tried to start it over and I can't get into it. I've tried to start my old saves and I can't just get the uh, the feeling back. So I've just uh, just kind of give. I've honestly given up on Skyrim as one of those games that uh, I really enjoyed. I think it's fantastic and wonderful, but I doubt I will ever uh, play through it again. Yeah, that's kind of how it is for me too. Um, so. All this 3DS talk reminded me. I meant to start the episode with this. Um, I have some sad Dragon Quest news for you and for people listening that I've got to get checked out. So we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago and then just in in actual real life too. We talked about how we're going to play DQ6, right? Because it's season six. Right. So we'll do Dragon Quest six and do deep dives and all that this season since it's six and six. So. Uh I finished I finished up the the games I was playing and everything um and like 2 days ago, 3 days ago, I went to charge up my Liquid Metal Slime 3DS because I was going to start no. DQ6 and it won't charge and I'm very heartbroken, but I'm 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 hopeful. I think it might be just the cord. I think there's a short somewhere and I'm hoping it's a short in the cord because I plug it in and it's like the little light flickers on the front of it like it's starting to charge. Uh-huh. But then it'll flicker back off, and it's like if I if I sit there and hold it and hold it a certain way, the light will stay. But like as soon as I let it go, it oh. goes back off. And my 2DS, the only other thing I have that would use that controller is my 2DS or charger is my 2DS, and I have it packed away, and I haven't had a chance to dig oh, gotcha. to dig the 2DS out and see if it's the charger or if it's the actual 3DS. So I'm hoping that. It's the charger because then I can just go and buy a charger for like 10 bucks and still play on my nice little liquid metal slime 2DS XL or whatever it is. Yeah. Because I really, because I really, I like, I mean, I just like that better than a standard 2DS anyway because I like the flip up, but also it's kind of like, I, I the always screens go are with, bigger. I, I go with it over over the 2DS when I get to play DS games like Dragon Quest VI because, you know, I can on the Liquid Metal Slime one. Um, right. And it's Dragon Quest, so it's, like, themed. And so um, I, I, that was my plan is I was charging it up, and I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and start DQ6. Um, spoiler alert for the episodes eventually that we get to on this. Basically what I was wanting to do is just run through the early parts and go ahead and unlock the job system. And I was like, yeah, I'll right. go ahead and get started on that. And then I couldn't because it wouldn't charge. And also I didn't feel like just oh. standing there f- for three hours holding the charger into it. Um, that well, that's like just not... because you're not committed. <laughs> yeah, so so we'll see. Um this is, it's almost the weekend, so this weekend I'm going to unpack my 2DS and see if it's the charger or not, but also, yeah. I'm fairly certain I have, whenever I bought the Liquid Metal Slime 2DS, uh-huh. it came with a little charger, it didn't have a base, it was just like the, the cable, and you could plug it into it, like uh, a, yeah. your iPhone base or whatever, you know? Right, a, yeah, the, the kind of like charging you, brick. Yeah, and so, I have that somewhere too, so I can also... Again, I got to dig it out, but I saved the box and everything that it came in. So if I, I need to just dig out that box because that little charger is in with that one. So if it's the charger, that could work too. But I'm going to have to experiment with it and see. But if it's the actual liquid metal slime 2DS that is the problem, I'm just, I really am. I'm going to be devastated. Like I haven't, I haven't played any 3DS, 2DS games in a while, so I haven't used it. So it hasn't right. been used in... In a while, I don't know. I'm 
time means nothing anymore, but like, I think it's probably been a year at least since I've used it. And so I'm kind of nervous and scared and yeah, I don't know. We'll find out, but it was a real bummer the other day when I tried it and, uh, yeah, that is a real bummer. Mine will charge. I did test it and I was able to load up and uh, how things are starting and, and get it to, to work and make sure it works. Um, I did, um, I, one thing I've had happen with other devices, not my 3DS, is that there are, uh, the ports can go bad as well, where the connections aren't working right. And yeah. so when you were able to hold it, I've been able to prop it up on something, like put a very small, if it is the port, and, and when there's been a short in the, in the cord as well, where I've been able to find the air, like the position where it'll charge, and then put something underneath it to uh, prop it up so that the connections are maintained. Uh, so that the, the short still uh, isn't like broke, the circuit isn't broken and things. And so if it's the port, you can do that much more easily by just putting something like under and uh, like positioning the 3DS or the 2DS rather. And then uh, if it's the battery, it's actually really easy to replace a 2DS or 3DS battery. I was looking for stuff like this because mine was mine is actually losing uh, its capacity and will probably it has to be charged more often. So I'll probably have to replace the battery. And I was looking into it, and you can buy them on Amazon. You just have to buy the right one. You look up your model and and figure yeah. out what the battery is, and you can buy third-party batteries on there. So if it's actually the battery going dead. That's an easier fix than than replacing the port, which is also possible, but you have to be able to solder onto the motherboard, uh, which is something I'm not planning on doing, but I looked at people doing it when I was modding my 3DS. Uh, and some listeners may have done this as well to uh, install a USB-C charging port on there instead of the gene- general 3DS one uh, to make it easier to charge and keep around, which I thought was really cool. Uh, to be able to do, but I am nowhere good enough at like making things uh, to be able to uh, successfully solder a new charging port uh, where the old one went. Uh, I, I could not do that, but I know that it is possible uh, to do it. So I'm pretty sure like that's my concern is it's the port. Um, side note, soldering onto the motherboard sounds like a Radiohead song. It does. But... You're right. But that, that was my fear is that it's the port because I had a similar thing happen to my, my iPhone. Um, you know this. Oh, I don't know if people okay. listening yeah, know this. Yeah, 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 you're but right. I hold on to things forever. Like if it's not, if it's not just completely devastatingly broken, uh-huh. I, I do not get rid of it. So I'm like one of those dudes who holds on to their phone for like 12 years. Yeah. And so the last iPhone I had, um, had it, got it in 2012. By 2020, it was, the port was messed up in it. And the way I got it to actually charge and it didn't always work. But the way I w- could get it to charge is that I would have to have it plugged in the bottom. I would have to have the iPhone upside down and I would have to uh-huh. have it like positioned very, very upright so that I would usually have to have like something helping hold it up. Right. And oh, yeah. it would have to be charged just ever so slightly. And then, but then also the battery was just completely borked. And so it started doing this thing where even though it would show that the battery had like 70% and I just started using it, it would just die and it would randomly be dead. It would die and I would just have to turn it back on. It would just turn itself off and I would turn it back on. It would work for a little while and then turn itself back off. And 
I know what y'all are thinking. Y'all are thinking, wow, yeah, that makes sense, Austin. Like, I understand why you got a new iPhone. <laughs> I didn't get a new iPhone for another year. No, I still I it kept was using so it. It was so annoying. I, I refused and to get a new phone. I was like, that's how they get okay. you. And I just wouldn't get a new it, phone. It was. I swear to God, you guys, <laughs> that he was. He's told me that. Uh, like he he has become the old man who says that's how they get you, and uh, and he's been this way like since I met you when you were like twenty years old, and uh, I was like three years old, and my mom was telling me like they were gonna have to replace my sippy cup, and I was like that's how they get you. <laughs> I would not, I would not doubt that. Um, but yeah, and so when we were texting and stuff, I wouldn't get a response from you, and it was because your phone was propped up in the other room. Uh, because it had died and needed to charge. And then like three hours later, I would get the response. You're like, yeah, sorry, my phone was uh, charging. And I'm like, or you were at the, uh, you're like, okay, I got to go. I've got to, uh, I'm going to play a video game or something. And my, I have to hold my phone on the charger uh, to be able to use it. And I don't feel like doing that right now. And I'm like, get a new phone. It's like, you've had this one for so long. Uh, but yeah, I'm really glad that you finally upgraded on that one. But you'd be proud of me for that. Like everybody is now listening, like, where did this go wrong? Um, my phone, you know how picky I am. And like, I like new phones and new screens and new devices a lot. And I have had for the last year or so scratches and cracks on my phone screen. Um, and I've lived with it. And I think that that's personal growth. Instead of immediately yeah. going out and getting into more debt and spending money on a fancy new phone, I'm like a normal person. I'm like, yeah. I'm like growing and not having to uh, have like super fancy, not even fancy, but uh, uh, non like sp- like pristine t- st- type uh, electronics. And I feel like that that's growth for me because I'm the opposite of you. Where if the smallest thing goes wrong, I want a new device. I'm like, yeah. oh, nope, I have to do this differently. This is not the way it came. Uh, I am absolutely getting rid of this. This is garbage now. So I'm proud of myself. And I'm proud of you. Opposite reasons, but I'm proud of us. <laughs> anyway, so I guess if it is the port with the 2DS, I just, I'll have to, yeah. I mean, I have that other 2DS, so it's not the end of the world. Um, so I won't be like, that's how they get you, and then just refuse to buy another <laughs> one because I, I have the other one. Um, in storage right now so i mean i'll be able to play dragon quest 6 yeah hopefully by this weekend because i mean i'm gonna have to test it out but if it all gets charged i don't have anything else to play this weekend so i'll probably sit down and start playing through like the first my first time playing it took me about 10 hours to get to the job system that's really not that bad no it's a it's a longer game and i mean it's not like it's like 10 hours to the job system and it's it's comparable i guess like seven yeah which which I know you've played, um, so yeah. Seven was uh, was one that actually frustrated me a bit because I expected the job system to come way earlier. I it wanted takes a it while, to. Yeah. Uh, it takes a while too because it was such a big part of that game, and I knew that the game had frustrations for other people that I'd read about. Uh, but that one was like, man, y'all really did uh, bury the uh, job system in this. Uh, you could have put this one uh, a little bit sooner. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I just, I like it better once the job system opens up. And so I, I figured I would try to at least get through that first part of DQ6 where you, you don't have a job system, but at least the, the like combat and other stuff that's going on is fun. So, yeah. So it's not, it's not like you just can't have to run back and forth between NPCs or anything like that. Like there's still game to play. 
before the job system. Yeah, I mean, you're not uh, just like... It's not a, it's not wasted time or anything in the game where it's like it's not even the actual game. Yeah. But yeah, I look forward to I look forward to playing it. That one's going to be uh be pretty cool. Anyway, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. Remember you can chat with us over on Twitter or Blue Sky at @dragonquestfm and you can also help support this podcast over at patreon.com/dragonquestfm and if you want to talk to me personally, I'm over on Twitter and Blue Sky at @dragonquestin. And I'm on Twitter at Professor Beege, uh, same for threads and Instagram. Uh, I am also on uh, Blue Sky at BJ Keaton uh, sometimes. And uh, you, like you said, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash dragonquestfm. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye.